0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Great things and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is across from me. His mic is on, so he should be happy now.
2: Testing, one, two, three, four. Yes, it is on.
1: Rob Satter is our fabulous producer. He couldn't be more fabulous than he's been today. Oh, he could be. No, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Things have been happening around here, and he's been making sure that the uh, it's all smoothed out and works perfect. But if he
2: can't be more fabulous tomorrow, what's the point of having another day? I, mean, I think he'll be just as fabulous tomorrow as he was so today. So he's reached the fabulous fabulousness zenith. I have always said he's the <laughs> fabulist. <laughs> Okay, if you say so. I do. On the market, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Guess what? I know
1: Dixie thinks so. You didn't know this, but they <laughs> yeah. are a family owned dealership since 1915. Well, I guess you have. You've been around for 70 Ooh. plus of those years. Dixie
2: and Rob? Yes. No,
1: the Sunbury Motor oh, Company. Sunbury on North Motor 4th Street okay. and Sunbury. <laughs> Actually, they haven't always been on North 4th Street and Sunbury. I believe the first garage was in Northumberland. Then they moved over to Arch 5th and Fifth. Yes, Arch right. and Fifth.
2: They and still have a facility there today,
1: I Big Pack garage over there.
2: No, it's not fat. It's big, but it's not fat. Okay. It's They're very a large,
1: lean garage. It's a wide garage. I used to hang out there and watch them change the oil when I was a kid. That was fun.
2: Boy, what an exciting childhood you had. Well, you know,
1: <laughs> I, I just thought all the industries and businesses in the area were fascinating, so I'd walk up and down the street. If they'd let me stand in the doorway, I'd watch them work. So I enjoyed that. Uh, anyway,
2: 4th Street. That's some, a habit you've acquired and still maintain today, <laughs> watching watch people, people work.
1: I work for days. Oh, nice work. One, Joe. Good for you. Okay, Joe gets a point. Anyway, uh, at the uh, Sunbury Motor Company, they're doing something now much more formally that they have always done, and that's take good care of you in a big, slim hurry. And they invite you to visit the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles. So what does that mean precisely? Well, there's just nothing that can be done to a car that can't be done there. They diagnose vehicles with computer issues. Uh, They have an alignment shop and a body shop. And a, uh, other kinds of shops, a big garage for great big trucks, and little tiny smart cars can fit right through the door without even opening the garage door. Uh, but nonetheless, it's a great place. They'll pump you up with nitrogen, uh, they can do your state inspection, uh, they can vacuum out the back of the vehicle if you want it detailed. they got a car wash there. Did I mention the car wash? Uh, they do no, it all. No, you didn't,
2: but now you have.
1: Right. And they got, so elaborate. they got free Wi-Fi there, or a uh, comfortable seating area, and I believe they have a TV in the waiting room. (laughs) I never go to the waiting room. I always go out and look at my next truck while I'm there. But in any event, well, I thought
2: you went out to watch people work.
1: I do do that too. I stand in the bays and uh, watch, watch, watch. Uh, but the quick lane you can do as I do. That's go watch them work Monday through Friday, six thirty a.m. to six p.m. Saturday, six thirty a.m. to two p.m. Check them out in advance at SunburyMotors.com.
2: I uh, know that they say over there that weirdo is back again. He's standing <laughs> in the bays looking at
1: people working. Boy, you are wound up today. What is your excuse? Why uh, did you have extra
2: coffee today or something? No, no. I just have my standard one cup of coffee in the morning. Uh-huh. But I'm wound up by the end of the uh, re- the first part of the impeachment drama from yesterday. The closing arguments? Closing arguments from the uh, president's attorneys. And I thought they were absolutely devastating to the Democrats at the end. Really? Uh, b- because they used the Democrats' own words to to hang them, if you will. What? Yeah, uh, they use the words of Jerry Nadler, uh, Zoe Lofgren, who was a congresswoman. Uh, I don't know who the third person is on this audio cut, and they don't either. Did you notice that? That's not. It was from C-SPAN, but they didn't post the name. Then Bob Menendez, and then finally Chuck Schumer. And it starts with the President's attorney wrapping up, and it's well worth listening to, because it points out what I've said all along. This is a political charade. All right, so what we have here is an excerpt of the Republicans' closing
1: arguments. This is presented by Joe McGranahan here. Uh, It was on, uh, well, it was on TV. It was in the Senate yesterday. And this is a segment of a closing video. It's about two and a half minutes long, and it has those individuals 20-some years ago uh, imagine talking about the Impeachment of President Clinton.
2: That's right. All right. So here we go. Now who's who's the first? Per, who's first uh, is Jer- well, first is the president's attorney, and then when he says which one? That, uh, Cipollone, I think. Then when he says Sokolowski, C- no C I P O L L O N E. All right. Jerry Nadler is first, then Congressman Zoe Lofgren, then an unknown Democrat, then Bob Menendez, who now who was a senator at the time, and Chuck Schumer. All right.
3: Here we go. The articles of impeachment fall far short of any constitutional standard, and they are dangerous. And if you look to the words from the past that I think are instructive, as I said last night, they're instructive because they were right then and they're right now. And I'll leave you with some of those words. There must never be a narrowly voted impeachment or an impeachment supported by one of our major political parties and opposed by the other. Such an impeachment will produce the divisiveness and bitterness in our politics for years to come, and will call into question the very legitimacy of our political institutions. This is unfair to the American people. By these actions, you would undo the free election that expressed the will of the American people in 1996. In so doing, you will damage the faith the American people have in this institution and in the American democracy. You will set the dangerous precedent that the certainty of presidential terms, which has so benefited our wonderful America, will be replaced by the partisan use of impeachment. Future presidents will face election, then litigation, then impeachment. The power of the president will diminish in the face of the Congress, a phenomenon much feared by the founding fathers. This is a constitutional amendment that we are debating, not an impeachment resolution. The Republicans are crossing out the impeachment standard of high crimes and misdemeanors and they are inserting the words any crime or misdemeanor. We are permitting a a constitutional coup d'etat which will haunt this body and our country forever. I warn my colleagues that you will reap the bitter harvest of the unfair partisan seeds you sowed today. The constitutional provision for impeachment is a way to protect our government and our citizens, not another weapon in the political arsenal. I expect history will show
4: that we've lowered the bar on impeachment so much. We have broken the seal on this extremely extreme, extreme penalty so cavalierly that it will be used
3: as a routine tool to fight political battles. My fear is that when a Republican wins the White House, Democrats will demand payback." You were right. (laughs) But I'm sorry to say you were also prophetic.
2: And there you have the Democrats' own words. If they 20 believed, years ago. if they believed all that, then why do they not believe it now? It's mean, what twenty years ago to the day, right? Right. First was Jerry Nadler, then uh, Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren. I uh, don't know who the third person was. Then Senator Bob Menendez, and finally Chuck Schumer. is yeah, funny? It was uh,
1: December nineteenth. 1998 to February 12, 1999, exactly 20 years ago to the same days.
2: And these same people are still there. That's
1: part of the problem right yeah, there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's part of the problem. Right, and so some of these uh, Democrats have a memory, you're supposing, and that is what is leading to this impeachment.
2: Well, I mean, I've said all along, I mean, the Republicans were guilty of overreach back then. The Democrats now, and I think Chuck Schumer hit it right on the head, the Democrats are now getting their payback for Clinton. It's happening. Yeah, and it's got nothing Took to do. Years. And I like what that guy said. You're taking out the words "high crimes and misdemeanors" and replacing them with "any crimes or misdemeanors." I would submit to you the Democrats today are taking out any crime or misdemeanor and replacing it with no crime or misdemeanor.
1: Well, the president has done things that are improper. There's no argument about that. You you honestly do not think that uh, withholding aid in exchange for a Joe Biden investigation is the right thing to do, correct? I wouldn't have done it. Okay. So we know that it's, it's not something a wise individual but, would do. It's a but matter this of degree, is, Mark.
2: It's a matter of degree. Right. If, if everybody who was involved in this could testify the president did it. Then I would say you have a, a smoking gun. But here, many of the people involved said he didn't pressure them. He didn't request a quid pro quo. When asked about it, he said, I want nothing. One guy, Bolton, says he said something. And Bolton, where, where is he? Why isn't the media hounding him? Why aren't they capped out in front of his door to get a comment from him now? They want to admit something. Uh, they want to bring him in and or get a copy of his book. What's the point? Well, the
1: president did do this. I, I, I know you, you think that Bolton's the only person that says that, but there's... Oh, if you but followed, we're
2: still a burden of proof.
1: Right. If you follow, But regardless, well, the burden of proof has been met in this particular case that the president has done something wrong. But the question is, is it impeachable? You and I both fall on the same side of this, that we don't think it's impeachable. And uh, so did the Democrats, apparently Nadler, Pe- uh, Zoe Lofgren... Well, that was, that was different. That was before President Trump. Uh, you know, you wonder, what what's different about 20 years ago and today well president trump is it i mean he is the very personification of the uh, somebody who is you know bombastic and out there and lying all the time and, and doing Don't you remember the moral outrage about that we know about but i'm sure that there are others yeah but what bill clinton did he lied right to he to, lied early and often but it, didn't but it wasn't impeachable do, in my opinion one it didn't have anything to do with the way the government was running and, and it wouldn't I love have had this. an outcome
2: on the election i love this that the republicans are talking about if they do have some witnesses that they want to do it by deposition, and the Democrats don't want that, but it was done in bill clinton 's impeachment, and the reason I heard them express was that the details were so salacious they didn't want to have <laughs> to have them sworn to in testimony before the Senate. Oh those poor dear senators couldn't have stood that terrible horrible stuff they'd hear well these are the first
1: <laughs> these were the first snowflakes that fell in the u s all right uh, we'll take uh, all comers now on uh, commentary about about uh, Joe's video, it's a new video from yesterday's closing arguments uh, in the uh, U.S. Senate. Today's question and answer period. It's possible Friday that we'll have the vote on whether or not to allow witnesses. The Republicans certainly have themselves backed into a corner here. So we can take your view on that. Uh, we can talk about the, the impeachment, or it is an open phones day. I suppose if you have some other topic you'd like to discuss, call us now one eight hundred seven nine five nine five Six is our telephone number, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. If you wish, you can email us as two individuals have done this morning at on at
3: if you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. And wow, did you want to have a fun day in 2019? Sunbury Motors increased their year-over-year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70%. Customers near and far are noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. 2020 Hyundai Tucson's have a discount of over $4,000. New Tucson's start at $22,863 with $25 in stock. Sunbury Motors has 12 2020 Hyundai Kona in stock starting at $22,585. Save up to 2835 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge and so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to 4571 All new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10U 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury.
1: Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, one 800 I mentioned, of course, this president lies most of the time, and one of our
2: listeners heard that. And said... Top text. Trump lies... I know where you're pointing. You've made it quite clear to me during I the I want break. to hear this on the air. <laughs> Read this. Trump, Trump lies every day, Joe, even in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then one of our other emailers says, I don't know what you saw, Joe, read the president's defense team, but I saw a bunch of double-talking lawyers who had absolutely no defense, not to mention no mention of anything related to the articles of impeachment. Amazing, Joe, your comments almost daily mirror the night before comments made on your favorite channel, Fox Noise. Why not try watching real news and get a true perspective on events, Uh not to mention the facts? Really pathetic. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Hate to tell you, pal, but I spent... Most of my yeah. time these days watching CNN, where Don Lemon gets on the air and mocks people and laughs at them. He's so what? loving and inclusive. He does. Not. Now he says he didn't hear all that was said. He's getting such blowback for his describing Trump's supporters or agreeing with the guy who described Trump's supporters as a credulous boomer rubes. Yeah, this is this is really great stuff. I thought the president's lawyers were right on the mark. They used the Democrats' own words and our our former emailer there doesn't mention why the Democrats would have so thoroughly changed their opinion in the last few years. I do. Five letters. Trump. T R U M P. <laughs> One of our other emailers says, "Question, what do you think happened between then and now?" Think you're right, Joe. So there, somebody agrees with me. Right. Probably 60. And for our friend who wanted more female involvement, that email was from a woman. The first one was from a man. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I think they want beauty tips, buddy.
2: (laughs) I don't think they want women
1: involved in the political discussion. They want beauty tips and culinary advice and... Child
2: rearing. Right. The big
1: three (laughs) that relate to men today as much
2: as women. Listen, I I still don't think, in all honesty, and I know you're going to say, oh, he's watching Fox News. I don't. I don't think the Democrats met the burden of proof that the president, first of all, did anything impeachable. He well, certainly th- did that's nothing it. criminal.
1: That's I agree with you 100%. Uh, they did not meet the burden of proof to throw the president out of office. They certainly made it clear, and I've said this before, uh, that it's obvious he was manipulating the, this aid w- in exchange you know, like a seesaw for you know, the visit to the White House and uh, announcing that Joe Biden, which is certainly poor judgment. It, it's one of the worst elements of poor judgment, and this president is like the king of of all mistakes, but it's not an impeachable offense. So you want to throw him out of office because he did this. Nine months before the an
2: election. Nine months.
1: To, well, that, that, that's immaterial. If, let's, if it were a high crime or a misdemeanor or, uh, you know, bribery or anything else like that, then uh, forget the nine months. Right. It's time I to agree. go. Fortunately, it is nine months before the election and not just a month or so away, you know, in which case, you know, Mike Pence would be able to decide if he's going to run and all that could And then, then, then CNN happen.
2: and MSNBC are always saying 75% of American people including a plurality of Republicans want to see more witnesses well half the country liked slavery back in the day <laughs> half the country
1: half the country thought women shouldn't be in the workplace back in the day and shouldn't have the right to vote right so I you know we we are changed we're smarter now uh, just because we all feel one way doesn't mean that we should change our laws or our constitution and or throw a president out of office I think the impeachment was certainly uh, okay but to convict him that's that would be enough other story. Uh, let's see. Uh, top
2: text. Says, uh, yeah,
1: that's today. Top text.
2: Good yeah. morning. Lying, Trump, crying this morning. that Bolton was given his job, whining for it. Good grief. Charlie Brown <laughs> was given his job, whining for it. Oh, yeah. that he whined in order to get the job. Get Is that the, the point? Job, I okay. Guess. Not familiar with that. I don't recall any reporting that says that he was whining to get the job, unless the president said well, that. Well, the president must have said that. Probably okay. in a tweet today.
1: All right, Dan, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I agree with you, Joe, that two wrongs don't make it right. My dad always had that saying, son, two wrongs don't make it right. And in this whole proceeding, I had watched uh, Sunday talk show, or Sunday morning shows, and I watched Meet the Depressed. And on there on Chuck Todd's Meet the Depressed he had a his panel was in awe because in Middle America people are not interested in this impeachment at all. They don't know even who the main defense attorneys are in it and they're not watching it even though it's plastered all over the network plus the cable channels. So there's not that much interest in it and it's it's just a waste of time far as I'm concerned. I don't
1: think people are really watching it. The ratings have gone down, and they thought they'd hit a home run on Saturday with the closing arguments when people would would have time to watch it, but hardly anybody did, so it's kind of lost interest. But the polls still show, as Joe has pointed out, generally speaking people favor throwing the president out of office.
2: But No, no, they don't but, necessarily. No. They, they favor more, uh, more witnesses. Right. But, no, they
1: uh, don't. Overall, but, the polls have said that they would rather see him thrown out of office that, that that that's the outcome they want but uh, that's I, the outcome CNN and MSNBC I, want no this was on Fox but th- <laughs> there was there was a Fox News poll but uh, my point is if i could finish the sentence All just right. because most people want something doesn't mean the US Senate does it you know the Senate is supposed to apply uh, wisdom and yes obviously this is just a political endeavor uh, but they're supposed to apply wisdom and law and do the right thing uh, that's why you're going to get an acquittal out of this not because... Because the president hasn't done anything. Sure, nobody can argue that.
4: At last night, Trump had a big rally down in South Jersey and 175,000 people applied for tickets. But they could only get south of 10,000 in the Wildwoods arena down there. And there were still tens of thousands waiting to get in. So, Trump is probably gaining through all this. The Trump supporters are still there and he's gaining. He had Jeff uh, Van Drew, who switched from Democrat to Republican, and Jeff Van Drew made a great uh, speech there for Trump. So, Trump's gaining all the time. People aren't falling for the line that's going out there against Trump. They they realize they have a, one of the greatest presidents ever, maybe even better than Ronald Reagan.
2: So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't well, even you like. are consuming Kool-Aid there, Dan. I don't even like Reagan, and I'll disagree <laughs> with that one. <laughs> okay. And
4: I... I that he's getting more accomplished. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well. Yeah. I, I, I think. Uh, he he, uh, me off. Uh, yeah. He's getting <laughs> You have to admit his accomplishments are many, and he's working every day. Like just yesterday, he had Benjamin Netanyahu in the White House, and they're trying to get a Palestinian agreement now. I don't think the Palestinians are going to go along with the one they drew up, but he's working on it, and he he don't give up on anything. All he's right, a okay. work he's a workhorse. We have a workhorse in the White <laughs> well, the House. The question is,
2: which part of the horse is he, Dan? <laughs> well, he's the whole thing. Let's be clear about that.
4: That's yeah. That, Sometimes that's, he acts that. like
2: the south end of a northbound horse. Oh my gosh! Come on,
4: you know. Joe Oney, I know it gets to the establishment Republicans that Trump's doing more than the ones that were establishment. That irks them very much. They can't stand it that an outsider comes in and gets more done than their pet pee, their pet ones that they love. That really bothers them. Okay. And, and they right. can't believe it. They don't want to believe it, hmm. and they even join in with uh, lefties at times because they hate him that much. All right, but he's I think doing he's the, the, the job. Me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan, all right, we got you. For your call.
2: Yeah, but yep. going back to yeah, what I you said... I could keep
4: going the whole program I'm sure you on could. Trump, but I won't.
2: <laughs> and we won't let you. <laughs> Thank, you.
1: Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that, the call.
2: Uh, that, Mark, 50% yeah. of the people, and you're talking about a Fox News survey, 50% mm-hmm. told Fox News that Trump should be convicted and removed, and 44% said he should not. Registered voters' impeachment opinions largely fell along party lines, with 81% of Democrats favoring the president's removal and 84% of Republicans opposing it.
1: I don't see President Trump here uh, whining or saying that uh, Bolton was a whiner. Here's some of President Trump's tweets today. Well, don't
2: you want to? You said all these people wanted the president removed. It's along party lines. Yeah, but it's a majority. I said most. Most fifty no, percent. It's not most. It's half.
1: Okay, so what is the amount that don't want to remove? What is that percentage? That's more than fifty percent. It's fifty percent. It is not. Each side. No, 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 no. It's forty. 50% fifty percent
2: told Fox News that Trump should be convicted and removed. And 44% okay,
1: said he should it. not. 44 is definitely less, so most. M-O-S-T. Okay. M-O-S-T. Just look up that word. All right, finally, <laughs> Don, Donald Trump's tweets today. M-O-S-T. He says, the word Don Lemon, the dumbest man on television, with terrible ratings in parentheses. Uh, let's see. He's retweeting a lot of stuff. I don't know where it came from. Uh, did, 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 did. He even retweeted something from CBS News. Donald Trump, so what the heck has happened to Fox News? Only I know. Chris Wallace and others should be on fake news, CNN or MSDNC. Oh, that's funny. Uh, How's Shep Smith doing? Watch, this will be the beginning of the end for Fox, just like the other two. They're dying in the ratings. Uh, Next tweet was, really pathetic how Fox News is trying to be so politically correct by loading the airwaves with Democrats like Chris Van Hollen, the no-name senator from Maryland. He's been on forever playing up the impeachment hoax. Dems wouldn't even give Fox their low ratings to May
2: I interject one thing about the poll that is relevant? Oh sure. Before you read another tweet, the poll was conducted January nineteenth to twenty second, which was after the Senate trial technically had begun, but before the House impeachment managers and the president's legal team were able to make their cases. So this was without any of what's happened in the past. <laughs> oh six, yeah, the Republicans changed so many minds. I believe they did. Oh, I, my b- gosh, I don't Joe. believe you could look at what happened and not say that the president, you know, reprehensible though he may be in some ways, <laughs> okay. should be exonerated. He should be. All right. I won't read
1: the rest of these tweets, but there's only one little one about Bolton, and it says nothing about him whining to get his job. So that must have come from someplace else, if, if the president said Probably
2: it. from Don Lemon.
1: Said it at all. Whew. This is exhausting. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back. I'm going to go take a quick shower. We'll be back for another hour. This is News Radio 1070 WDK. Okay, Sunbury, 9 a.m.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Great things and welcome back WKOK live telephone talk show on the mark. I am Mr. Mark Lawrence. Uh, Rob Sanders our fabulous producer Joe McGranahan is our aging foil across from me our c- good you mean conservative
2: a <laughs> Yep, our good conservative uh, co-host. Uh,
1: he's losing it, but at least he comes in every day. So uh, we do appreciate That as uh, long as I can still find the front door, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's slipping a little bit, I think would be that <laughs> would be a way to word it accurately. But uh, we're super glad that he's here. Uh, he's just e- e- even, <laughs> even declining. He's still the smartest guy in the room. So <laughs> I appreciate that. On the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check him out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. <laughs> Sorry, slay me sometimes. Uh, our toll-free line is open. Call us one 800 795
2: Sometimes I'd like to slay you.
1: Don't look at me. I'm hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Call 1-800-795-9565. It's the telephone number. Uh, you're welcome to email us at com or text us at 70236. Some brief news headlines. State police say a Sunbury man is accused of filing a false report to Northumberland County Children and Youth Services. They say 45-year-old Michael Reinert, for Whatever reason, contacted Children and Youth Services to say that another person in the city was threatening to harm his children. Uh, police found out that that report of the threat was false. Now Reiner is charged with a series of crimes. A bill that cracks down on repeat DUI offenders has passed in the state Senate. Our correspondent Mark Sims has that story.
0: The bill is known as Dina's Law in memory
1: of a Delaware County woman, Dina Ekman, who was killed last February by a- drunk driver who had five previous DUI convictions. While the bill would increase penalties for repeat DUI
2: offenders, Senator Tom Killian says it would also do more. Key provision of the bill would require continuous alcohol monitoring devices that are worn on an ankle so that these are folks that are
3: forbidden to drink under court order. It knows when they've been drinking and law enforcement is notified so we can get to them before they get behind the wheel. But Senator Sharif Street
2: voted against the bill.
3: I commend the maker's intent. <clears throat> However, the the broad scope of this bill makes it fiscally irresponsible.
2: The bill passed the Senate on a 43 to 6 vote. Mark Sims, News Radio, 1070, WKOK.
1: And the Senate Majority Leader Jake Corman sent us a personal note about this, saying the bill would require people arrested for a third or subsequent DUI to work those continuous alcohol monitoring devices. You just heard that. They're similar to home arrest monitors, only they detect alcohol and call 911 if alcohol is detected in the system. Uh, it would increase jail time for individuals convicted of uh, three DUIs or more. Those convicted of a fourth offense would be subject to a five to ten year jail term rather than the current three three and a half to seven year term. A fifth subsequent DUI conviction would expose the felony offender to ten to twenty year penalties rather than the current three and a half to seven years. The bill would also require that individuals convicted of a third DUI offense serve the sentence for that offense consecutively to any other sentence the offender is serving and to any other sentence that is imposed by the court. And it would increase from one to two years the required period for anti-DUI interlock devices on any vehicle operated by a person with three or more DUI convictions. So the state Senate obviously quite uh, serious about imposing stronger penalties for individuals arrested for a third or subsequent DUI. Unless you think this is a tiny sliver of the population, the number last year was over a 1,000 individuals arrested for their third DUI. Isn't that crazy? You'd think you'd learn, wouldn't you? You would think. Uh, Let's see. Another story. A monument honoring voting rights for African-American men and women will soon be built on Pennsylvania's Capitol grounds. The monument will also commemorate former residents of the Old 8th Ward, a black community in Harrisburg that was demolished to make way for the state Capitol complex. The multi-purpose monument, called A Gathering at the Crossroads, will feature four bronze life-size statues of abolitionists and orators who fought, orators who fought for equal rights. It's funny, I messed up the the word orator. Anyway, the groundbreaking for the $400,000 monument will be held March 25th and the dedication June 15th. About $290,000 has been raised
2: to date. Now go to the blackboard and write the word orator 25 yeah, times. 25 <laughs> times. If you can say it or write it, then you're in trouble. Uh, that's it. Okay, we've got two emails and a caller. One of our emailers says, don't you think the burden of proof might be substantiated if witnesses and documents were brought forward? Trump's cultists continue to aid in obstructing bringing forth witnesses and documents. Methinks they don't want to hear the proof. Actually, methinks if the Democrats had done their job in the House and waited and done the legal steps necessary to get all this testimony, we wouldn't be in this position. Yeah, but Now to House... come back and ask the Senate to do the job the House should have done. Hey, the House made the record. They said this was imperative that they get this done now. It was a threat to our republic. If they didn't, Nancy Pelosi sat on it for 32 days. They could have been waiting that time to subpoena more witnesses. Come on. You know, you you can't look at this and not say what a political hack job this is. Okay, so
1: let's suppose you, you seem to say that this is supposed to be run like a criminal proceeding. The criminal proceeding that's underway is the trial. All evidence that is exculpatory or incriminating should be brought for. It is a trial, Joe. The preliminary hearing happened in the House. You know, that you don't have to present everything to get the articles of impeachment gone. Democrats did that, sent it to the Senate, and now it's a trial. You don't just say, okay, we're in a trial. Well, we've heard the opening statements. So let's close the doors. We don't want any witnesses. What kind of trial is that? Well, You're the now, one that maintains this trials, is a
2: trial. There are trials where the, the defense says to the judge, Your Honor, I move for dismissal of all the charges on the ground that the prosecution has failed to make its case. Right. Well, and I, the judge, say I absolutely agree with you in this instance. The case is dismissed with <laughs> prejudice, which means you can't bring it again.
1: Okay. Well, this is a real trial. You need real witnesses. I know you want it to, uh, to be sort of a... But don't you think... A, a criminal trial that look, only what, suits let's say, your look side. At the, look
2: at the other side of this for a second. Now, you're a fair person. If they had called the witnesses and taken the time, supposing they had heard things in that indicated... House. that Yeah, in the house. Supposing they had heard things from these witnesses that would indicate the president was not guilty.
1: Exculpatory. That would be illegal to not send him forth. (laughs) But
2: but, uh, that's what I'm saying. We don't know because they didn't do it. Now, they made the record... And they're hoisted by their own petard. Now,
1: see, th- th- I understand what you're saying, that th- what happened was the real trial was conducted in the House, and now this is like an appellate court to see if that record stands. That's not what it is. The House sends the articles of impeachment over to the Senate for a trial. This is the trial. This is where witnesses come forward and testify. You're the one who argues that this is unless, the same as a criminal unless trial.
2: Unless the prosecution oh. <laughs> didn't make its burden of proof to bring the charges in the first place. Well, and they didn't. You even admitted that. Well, yeah, that. You, with that we can argue
1: but that motions gone you nowhere that. that motion's gone nowhere yeah you and I can argue <laughs> that but I don't think uh, the Supreme Court justice is gonna well stand let's see what
2: bill from Bloomberg yeah, has to say this. bill you're on the mark
5: right. hey good morning morning uh, hey mark yeah do you believe that Biden did nothing wrong
1: uh wait a minute wait a minute what uh, what, what did
5: as far as uh, is 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 family members getting money.
1: Well, that's that influence thing that politicians do, uh, and I don't think that's right. No, you shouldn't do that. All you right. shouldn't use well, your Trump, influence. Trump,
5: was, Trump ran on. Peel, I'm peeling back the layers. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm draining the swamp, and the swamp is fighting like heck. Right. They're fighting tooth and nail to try to get rid of this guy. You know, the money was given. You know, the, the, it, it's... They're, they're, the the Democrats are following Trump like if you're driving down a road and if and if, if he's driving and and his tire hits the the white line, they're gonna arrest him. And basically that's what they're doing. They're just <laughs> they they're they're being exposed, right? CNN's in the tank, right? And uh, and Trump is exposing them, right? And uh, and I, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. Without without Joe. Your show would be in the tank just like CNN, because he he puts out the positive message that that that's the truth that's going on right now in this country. The American people ain't dumb.
2: Well, Joe,
1: I'm waiting for you. You certainly don't need me. Go right ahead. I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Not about the show going down the hill, because it was successful when I wasn't on it. It would be successful after I'm gone. It's far more popular before you got here. Thank you. Well, <laughs>
5: but there is, there is a coup, and, and, and they're fighting for their lives. I mean, that's the bottom line. We're not And, and these Democrats, and it's 100% true, the stuff that they want to get in and give away, and they want to copycat like Canada, you know, Canada's like 50 55% of their tax goes back to the government. So everybody gets free stuff. This is what's coming down the road. <laughs> and American people ain't going to give up fifty percent of their wages, and that's what the Democrats are pushing. Yeah.
1: Mention that. Mention stuff. that. Mention that they're trying to undo the twenty sixteen election.
5: Tell how, uh, Mark, tell me how that's not true. That the Democrats aren't going to take fifty percent of your wages. It's going to happen.
1: Uh, the Democrats are not going to ever take 50% of your wages. That yeah, much we will. know for sure. Okay. Do do All right. It, w- then we're at an impasse. You say no. I say yes. Neither of us have a shred of evidence. Well, I would,
2: Bill, no. Uh, the the Budget Accounting Office or the Congressional Accounting Office says some of the things they proposed would require at least a, a substantial increase in taxes close right. to 50% so of
1: your income. Everything a president, or, uh, I'm sorry, not a president, a candidate says on the stump automatically becomes lockstep truth. Well, in that case, Mexico just paid for the wall. Just to mention a few things, and, oh, health care, the issue's been solved. because but president the president Trump tried Trump it, the Democrats
2: president wouldn't president let him. Hey, look, just because a candidate says something doesn't mean it's going to happen. coming in. All right, we you got keep you. that in mind. All right, thank we'll you so much, the Bill.
5: Army standing tall, slowing down the process.
1: Perfect. Yeah. We got so you, they're,
5: Bill. They're paying. They're paying. They're doing their duty.
1: Thank you so much, Bill. Thanks for calling, and I really do appreciate it. Do not worry; Joe has no plans for retirement, so we got him locked in for another two years, and I will continue to be the sub producer here, <laughs> just uh, gluing the pieces together so Joe can uh, sub- keep
2: producer. I like that
1: keep keep the keep the show going. Stan, thank you so much for calling in. I'm listening. Uh,
6: yeah, I just I can't believe what some of these people that you allow on and give airtime to. Uh, say, I mean, you let. I, I'm actually questioning the fact that you guys give people that are uninformed very little education from what they, the way they sound. Airtime to influence other people similarly. I well, mean, we don't. It, ca- it, it, that last guy <laughs> is a prime example. I was trying not to call about this, and I'm like, my God, he, he doesn't know any facts. He just he hears. Everybody hears things. Oh, well, this this. That's the way it is, and then it passes on and passes on. Ignorance continues. I mean, don't, don't stop these people from talking because there's a lot of people in this area that don't know any better.
1: Boy, like Joe, they,
6: they drink. They drink the Kool-Aid. Well, Joe's a smart guy, but he's manipulating things like he did the fifty percent to the forty-six. He's trying to manipulate, <laughs> just like most Republicans, to make to make their point because they can't defend Trump. Surely they have to drag everybody else in. Oh well, he did it wrong. Well, so did it, like my six-year-old son. Well, they didn't do it. They did it too. So I shouldn't be in trouble.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so they were right breaking is right. And
0: wrong. Is wrong.
1: Okay. Well, one of our political candidates ran one of her remarks after she lost the election was that people around here are misguided. Do you do you agree with her?
6: Uh, I do. I do. They're misguided because they take one little statement from somebody somewhere, they don't look at the context, they don't look at any any other points, different points of that issue, and they say, oh, well, you know, this is the way it is, because I heard just one line. I mean, they they need to investigate the big picture and see things, and that's what scares me about your, your allowing these people on that make these statements, and then some little old lady who votes well, I heard it on the radio, and so they must know. I mean, geez.
2: so I gather you subscribe See, to you subscribe correct. to Don Lemon's theory that every Republican is a uh, credulous boomer rube.
6: No, I don't believe every Republican is, but I do believe that there's a significant portion of them that are. Okay, and they all just like that, you know. It's
2: crazy. Are you yeah, at all troubled are. by the hypocrisy of the Democrats who, uh, during the uh, Clinton impeachment, had all those horrible things to say about it? Now they've completely flip flopped.
6: I, I, right is right and wrong is wrong. I, yeah, right. You know, now we have a new they're president. they're wrong, they're wrong. It's just like Biden. I mean, why are we bringing Biden And Well, no, no Biden, so let's Bill, wrong. No, I'm talking and, about and Bill,
2: Bill Clinton and his impeachment. I, Were the Democrats wrong 20 years ago, or are they wrong now?
6: um you got first of all you got a different set of democrats
2: No it's the same ones the same Jerry people. Same ones Jerry Nadler, Senator uh, Zoe Lofgren, Bob Menendez and Chuck Schumer they're all still around
6: mm. Well to be honest with you I was in college during Clinton and I don't I don't didn't follow things like I do now so well, thank you um, for I, I'm following not really sure.
1: thank you for yeah. your great information you uh like everyone else uh, gets to call the talk show, so we're glad you're there. Thanks for checking in yeah, thanks. Uh, call do again, appreciate Stan. it uh Cindy, stand by. we got to take a quickie break to stay on schedule. We'll be right back.
3: If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. And wow, did you want to have a fun day in 2019? Sunbury Motors increased their year-over-year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70%. 70%. Customers near and far are noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. 2020 Hyundai Tucson's have a discount of over $4,000. New Tucson's start at $22,863 with $25 in stock. Sunbury Motors has 12. 2020 Hyundai Kona's stock starting at $22,585. Save up to 2835 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge, and so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to 4571 All new Hyundais come with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. Sunbury Motors. North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury.
1: Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark.
2: We're working on an intelligence test for callers. We're working right. up a questionnaire.
1: One of our callers suggested that our uninformed caller should... Uh, Should not be permitted on the the show. So, who's the president? Who's the vice president? (laughs) Who's the secretary of defense? Some of the questions
2: you and I came up with we couldn't answer. (laughs) Right. Who's the
1: secretary of defense? We had to look that up. Mark Esper. Uh, And we named half the Supreme Court together. Uh, We won't (laughs) tell you what some of our references to their (laughs) description of the uh, Supreme Court are. Ours or yours? Uh, uh, Well, mine, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Um, And uh, so that would be it. But then you have to define what is a quid pro quo and in what way does it
2: apply. To what the president's accused of, and in what way does it not apply? But do you realize what our caller was saying? Stan from Elysburg was saying is that if you disagree with me, you are unintelligent enough to be on the radio. You, mm, I don't think so. No, I think it goes deeper than that. I
1: think he's saying some callers are just reiterating important talking points. But that, if that's what that they believe, this up. is an opinion program. We want to hear their opinions. But this is the quest of the show as a search for truth. And is if, it? if you allow really? people, if well, you allow people to that. get through without uh, the quest for truth. Well, then
2: let's change the name of the program from On the Mark to The Quest for Truth. Okay. I don't have any problem. All right. Cindy. You're on the mark for The Quest for Truth, Cindy. Good morning.
7: Good gracious. Good morning to both of you gentlemen. <laughs> Thank hey, you. I have a question for you. I think we can all agree <clears throat> that we do not want foreign entities to interfere in our elections. Can we all agree about that? Sure. And, in fact, I'm pretty sure there's a law that prohibits candidates from taking money from foreigners to fund their campaign. So I ask myself, when I see this ad on television right now about this gentleman bragging about using his billions of dollars to interfere in elections across the country, well, why do we allow that? I mean, as a, as a resident here, I don't want someone in Idaho to use their wealth to
2: interfere. You're talking yes. about Tom Steyer, or are you talking about Michael Bloomberg?
1: Because they're Americans. Bloomberg. Bloomberg. oh well, he's an, an American.
7: bragging about this.
1: He's not a foreign entity. But he's, he he's only from New York.
7: York. <laughs> That's a foreign country.
1: Smart. I see Why what you're saying. Why do we
7: allow candidates to take money from individuals outside of the district in which they live and are running for office? Why do we permit that? So we we let people from Idaho interfere in the local election here. That's okay with us. It's not okay with me. In fact, when I've been solicited for money from people running across the country who are running for the senate of their state or the their house representative or whatever i don't give money to them because i don't believe it's right for me as a pennsylvanian to be interfering in the local or statewide elections of utah or california or washington isn't that just the same as not allowing foreign entities to interfere in nationwide elections.
2: Well, how far how far down do you take that? For example, uh, let's say I don't live in uh, David Rose's uh, House District, but I think he's a good man, and so I send him a check. Is that wrong? He's yes. right next. He's right so, next door.
7: I understand that, oh. Joe. But you're interfering in the. Ele- he says mm. he. Not supposed to be representing us, Joe. Well, I also live in Shemokin, Bloomberg's
2: down, running there. for, but if I president. happen to agree with his political philosophy, whether you agree with it or not, and I believe he supports things I support, and I'd like to see him get elected to continue that, why is it wrong for me to send him a contribution?
7: Because you're interfering oh. in an election <laughs> in, in which you have no direct benefit. You, this, these people are supposed to represent the people of their district. Yes or no?
2: Yes, but that doesn't mean they can't yes. do that. Okay. If I send them and a in contribution, that
7: process, they should be funded and supported by the people of their district. And when we allow, for example, people in Oregon to pour money into Pennsylvania to interfere in our elections, that isn't uh, a fair election process. This this then allows uh, what to me amounts as a different kind of foreign interference. They don't live here they don't have our issues they're funding they're doing this based on something they want for themselves not what's best for the local residents here okay and it be it then makes that candidate i know they deny this but i say hogwash it makes them beholden to outside forces other than the people of this district for example or this state in the case of uh the governor or the uh Federal senators, or even the local senators, the money that supports a candidate running for office should come from within their district.
1: All right, we okay, got gotcha. you. Thank point. you so much, Cindy. Appreciate I disagree, but a good, interesting point. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Eric, Eric, you next. you must first tell us who the U.S. Secretary of Defense is. Before you, I
8: will if you will.
1: Uh, well, I, we looked it up. We know
2: now. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Mark Espy.
8: <laughs> uh, Namara, isn't it? It's I think Esper. That, uh, that, that name comes to mind. Or, yeah, it's uh, Esper, not uh, Espy. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that was the last Esper. time we tried to impeach a, a, a Republican listen I think I'm going back a little, a little far for that. Uh, well, good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. And I will admit I have not been listening into the program as I've been away. So forgive me if I start... Uh, being an ignorant uh, as an unknowledgeable caller and chew on some items which maybe have been previously thoroughly chewed upon.
2: <laughs> chew away. Uh,
8: but my, my concern is that we keep, or half the country, keeps wanting to compare this impeachment with the Clinton impeachment. Uh, and I think it's apples and oranges. It's not truly what we're talking about in the impeachment is a concern of the intent or potential harm of an action taken by the president to our republic. Is that that really what we're talking about here? Did this president do something that potentially could harm or interfere with, with the United States, our government, and the ability to do an election? And I think that's the question we're talking about here. But correct me if I'm wrong, the Clinton impeachment was over whether he lied over some dalliance which happened in the White House
2: to Is that correct for my
8: mis- misunderstanding he
2: what lied he women. lied under oath which is a crime a okay. specific crime okay. perjury perjury okay.
8: it, allegedly allegedly lied under oath
2: no he did no, lie, lie, lie under he did we lie, lie under oath. to
8: I believe the whole interpretation of what sex was or what happened that he lied <laughs> yeah,
2: he lied right. and it okay. doesn't so, even depend on how you define is we could
8: we could say President, uh, you know, uh, Trump has been lying since he started, and we just can't get him to, to come up forward and take an oath. So, but anyway, um, but isn't the intent the concern here? I mean, the whole concern under President Clinton was not whether he had a dalliance in the White House with the young lady and whether then he lied about it. Now we compare that to the potential harm. Well, the concern we had with President Trump, which is a question of whether he was getting a foreign power to, uh, you know, bring information to sway an election. I mean, can we not see this as absolutely apples and oranges here? With.
2: It's not, in honesty, harm? it's not apples and oranges. It's the case of where Bill Clinton lied under oath. Now, if we can't believe testimony given under oath, how can we ever believe anything? And if you lie under oath and you do it with impunity, then we are worse off as a republic than we were before. But Our, again,
8: what's the potential harm of what they were trying to nail him on?
2: Well, and they, in Something the end, that you're right. That's
8: presidents have been doing since the time the White House was built. No
2: argument. And, doing but,
8: inappropriate things in the in in the White House.
2: And had he not lied under oath about it, I would say he should have never been brought up on charges. He never should have been impeached. But when he had a chance to raise his right hand and tell the truth, he didn't. And that makes it an offense and a criminal offense. But and I still don't do think bring, he should have been impeached. Uh,
8: the current president forward to give testimony where he would be uh, potentially uh, put the same risk as President Clinton was? Well, how do we do that? How do we bring him forward and say, hey, did you or did you not do this? In, under oath, how do we do that? I'm asking. I I, I do not
2: know. Okay. Well, he has to he has to either be subpoenaed, and a judge has to determine that he must comply with that subpoena. As judges determined, Richard Nixon must wind up giving, te- in effect, testimony against himself by releasing the tapes. But absent that, he is under no obligation to provide the defense or the prosecution with information to prosecute him. You're not required to do that if you're arrested for something. The cops can't say to you, All right, give me every bit of information about the crime you committed. All it Doesn't right. work that way. We've got to move on there. Eric, thank you so
1: much. Really appreciate the call. Uh, We got callers coming in, callers standing by. We're going to take a quickie break. We will be right back. All right, you heard it. Yeah, they have having a great week on uh, Steve Jones' show. Monday's show was tough, but they got it done, and uh, they're doing a fabulous job all week long. Top
2: text, right, show. We have uh, Stan from Elysburg who wants to make a rebuttal, but first on the topic he brought up, one of our texters says, I enjoy hearing all opinions, and I think I'm sensible enough to weed out opinions from facts. Whose truth are we to allow? Hmm. All right, Stan, you get another minute. Go right ahead.
6: Yeah, I just wanted. Basically, that email expressed my point. I wasn't talking necessarily about intelligence as much as allowing people to make blatant statements that are, are blatantly untrue, unsupported. I mean, you guys should be challenging them as to what their source is, where, where, instead of letting this garbage go through your airways, opinion or not. That that was my point. Not about intelligence per se.
1: Okay, we got you. And who's the U.S. Secretary of Defense?
6: Um, oh. I even heard you say
1: it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that Before something? Well, you can't call anymore. You're uninformed. Mark sorry, S- b- mark sorry about that. Mark We're going to have to write his name down so sorry. we remember. No, no Stan. He don't know the answers. <laughs> Frank, you're on the mark.
6: Yeah, I'm not playing the uh, name y political <laughs> opinion. I'm well, not playing that game. There we you? ask
1: the same name Especially every time. If this
6: administration, you're not going to remember from month to month. That's well,
1: that's an excellent possible. point. This is his third but, one.
6: <laughs> all right, so here's my, just just on this little scenario, every day somewhere there's a robbery in America, and thousands and thousands take place all over. Yeah. If you have um, a neighbor watching your house, and all of a sudden they see somebody come up to the door, and they start trying to put a knife in there and wiggle the lock open. And then another neighbor, and then someone calls the cops. And then the cops come to the house, and they catch the guy. He was attempting to get in the house. And then the neighbor, the person who owns the house, actually gets out what's going on. And he's informed that this guy here is trying to get in your house. And he says, well, he didn't get in, so no crime. Um, He didn't get in my house. That's fine. I'm not going to arrest him. It's almost like the political game that I see on TV. There's a lot of evidence of things that people are just willing to ignore because the crime wasn't committed. But the on the political realm, you know, if you can get away with it and not get caught, that just seems to be, then you earned it fairly. Whether it's money, uh, lobbying, if you have some persuade a vote, It's just an incredibly crooked political agenda, Uh, and how did we get to the point of hating so much? Um, I I just decided to back down from all of the things that I've been watching in the news, and just you know, I don't think it can fix any of this. You don't, and that's sad. I I, I don't. I don't think it's possible. It's like um, there's like it's not about the country; it's about the party. And that's, as an independent voter, because I have put in presidents who were Republican and Democrats, I agree with the policies. But I am not going to play the game of hatred, and, and you know, it, it, we have uh, an incredibly galvanized political mindset of people. We're, were hurting each other. Um, I, it, it, it's disheartening. And uh, you know, I, over the Kobe Bryant uh, crash and that horrible uh, situation, you see people come together. You see people come together to to help carry another person's situation through. And but you know, you're never going to see this in politics. It's just it's just wicked. Um, and it's money. It's all about money and power and power. So listen, if if that. Criminal was getting messing around at your door, and you know people saw it, and you know the cops show up, and then the owner of the house comes out and says, "Well, he didn't get in, so no crime."
2: Just think about that. Okay. But there is a crime: attempted burglary. Attempted right. burglary yeah, is oh, a crime. Yeah, yeah,
6: but if there was no successful evidence on either side of an impeachment inquiry, and you're calling it well, there's no crime. If there was an attempt, I believe there was an attempt.
2: But, again, there has been testimony, uh, and the Republicans brought it out, where people directly asked, uh, who had uh, talked to the president if he wanted anything, and they said, no, he didn't tie it, he didn't tie it. One guy says he did, and that's Bolton. All of a sudden, well, how about no, no, this? no, no, no. We if believe, Bolton.
1: see, I have to challenge you because you're giving
6: misinformation. <laughs> you know, by Trump himself, handcuffed the suitcase to his wrist. Is that what we're looking for? No, I think there was, this, there was, an, there was also, you know, the wink-wink. Yay. I, I just, I'm not going to be that gullible and to accept and swallow the whole cow and think that there wasn't the possibility.
2: Well, let's say so. you're right. Let's say you're right. And he's been impeached for that. Should he be convicted and removed from office for it?
6: No. And they missed it on the censure.
2: I agree with you there 100%. All right. Well. They, that's, that's what they, they should have done.
6: That's where they should have went with it. And... Uh, And we could have been moving forward and getting some things done. You're right. You're absolutely right. We could have been moving forward.
2: Thank so, you so much, Frank. Thanks I can agree with you more, Frank. It was just overreach. I appreciate the Same problem. way the Republicans overreached in impeaching Clinton.
1: Now, you just did misinformation. You said Bolton's the only person that's implicated the president in the quid pro quo. Uh, there's been half a dozen people who testified in the House that there was they a quid testified, pro
2: quo. But they testified that he asked, and I, I, may I ask a favor of you? They didn't say he tied the aid yes, to that did. favor. No, what, they didn't. Sundland said that it was specifically aid tied to investigating. In his opinion. Opinion. He surmised. He didn't hear the president say it, Mark. <laughs> okay. There's all kinds of testimony that you
1: reject. I am just well, I just can't let you go unchallenged. Oh, so you believe because that testimony?
2: Our, you believe them when he said he surmised, I, I he thought, I wouldn't say I necessarily
1: believe or disbelieve any of it. I'm just saying it's all evidence that's been thrown in here. And you can't come in here with a box of evidence and say, oh, we just have this one feather in it from Bolton. The rest of the box is empty. No, that was the a, only one everything's actually there.
2: talked to the president, may have talked to the president about this. And if the president said it, you know, then I think, we well, you know, Bolton certainly is free to express his opinion about what the conversation was. But again, it's he said, he said.
1: Let's talk about witnesses when we come back from right. a break. But first, clear this screen. Let's get some of these. All right.
2: Uh, one of our emailer says, you know, on the subject of a woman's program, you do have a sports program right after On the Mark, and I don't listen to that because I'm not a big sportswoman, but it is great for the guys. Then after that, you have Dave Ramsey. Love listening to him, but it would be nice for you to put a program on your station for a woman. But let On the Mark... As it is, I'd miss so much agitation and smiles I get from my radio friends that disagree with me and I with them, but I listen. Right, well, we have uh, Sunrises in the
1: Morning, has a wide range of topics, and I did send a note to this uh, wonderful emailer and say, uh, Give me some suggestions for programs I would like to see what these women's shows would
2: sound like. And then another emailer says, "Joe, witnesses and documentation was not brought forth in the house because Trump forbade anyone who was under subpoena to come forward, just as he blocked any documents be brought forward." So now this wa- so now this is why it's important for witnesses and documents to be brought forth in the Senate. Duh, Joe, duh. <laughs> well, duh, emailer. <laughs> the come the on, the Republicans uh, the president could have been taken to court on those issues now they want them to go to court now but the de- the Republicans had a chance, or the Democrats had a chance to make their record. They had a chance to do what was done before—to file for uh, court motions to get the president to compel these witnesses to come forward, to compel documents to be produced. So that's But they all, didn't
1: do it. But that's water under the bridge now. No, you, now subpoena- you have a Senate trial underway, and you think the right way to run a Senate trial is with no witnesses. They
2: even <laughs> subpoenaed Bolton's deputy, and when he said, "I'm going," to, he said, "I'm going to oppose being subpoenaed." They backed off. Because they said, oh, it would take too long. Well, they no, don't they want the Senate to do their job. They, they want the they Senate don't. to do their job.
1: <laughs> the Senate should do their job, but they the won't. The
2: Senate should do not, not the House's job, and that's what they're asking for. That, my friend, is what they're asking for. <laughs> you better read that. It keeps popping up. It keeps up. popping up. The <laughs> hatred and venom coming from these so called news people is Don a danger Leman, to right? America. Yes. I guess Holocaust Memorial the day before didn't mean anything to them. Yeah, that kind of got lost. And in our the last shuffle. email, uh, current email, and then we have a ton of texts that we have to get to it Says, okay, guys, so what? If our president happened to have discussed with one of his most trusted people, Bolton, that he was withholding the Moolah to Ukraine for a good reason, so what? He made it clear he suspected and heard there was corruption going on, and he wanted to have that investigated. So part of the corruption was that worthless son of Biden. So what? It's corruption, period. President Trump has done more for this country than any other president, and he continues to do so. You people who have no say, Savings are the ones with the big mouths. Wonder what if? Uh, wonder if that poison I heard yesterday on the radio from one of your callers is one of those people who have basically nothing. Shame on you, listener or caller. Shame on you. I'm withholding the name. They don't have savings. <laughs> That's an odd one. I don't know how we'd know well, that. Well, <laughs> <Tom's> <laughs> but you know, I Tom's think so. her point is that econo- <laughs> that people who have prospered economically under this president are legion. They are more than have been hurt. Would you agree with that?
1: Uh, No, I'm sorry. I I wasn't paying attention. Well, let's take the break, and I'll bring you up to speed. No, we're not going (laughs) to make Cindy wait through two breaks, but uh, finish your sentence, and I'll take the call.
2: I forgot what I said. Oh geez. <laughs> Something ahead. about allegiance. I just said that the president has helped more people economically by far than he may have inadvertently hurt. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not sure I would disagree with that.
2: Okay, well then let's move along. Cindy.
7: Mark, I would argue there have been witnesses. I I have watched a lot. Not all. I will be completely forthcoming on that. (laughs) But I've watched a lot of this. And over and over again, both sides have uh, played, taped uh, Mm. witnesses from the hearings that were conducted in the House and from uh, interviews that people have conducted uh, on the media or the Council for Foreign Relations And these are, you know, taped recordings. You see the person, the words coming out of their mouth. They also submitted all of the information that came through the House. All of it was admitted the first day of the hearings, readily available. Not to mention that any senator who could have seen this coming could have devoted time and energy to watching the hearings in the House. So I beg to differ. There have been a a large number of witnesses. Well,
1: I think we've established a fabulous record. There's no argument about that. And and the House did their job, and and they didn't want to call certain witnesses or go to court to get certain witnesses who declined to appear uh, because they figured, well, the Senate will call them, and then we'll go from there. But this is a trial. Everybody seems to equate it as a criminal trial. Trials have witnesses, not just opening statements based on previous testimony, you know, and summaries of what people have said before or actual videotape of what they'd said before. You know, that lays the groundwork, then you have witnesses. But that's all. I, I don't I, I still go with what I said last Monday morning. Let this as sham over with ASAP because it's a colossal right. waste of money. Right. We know where how it we know how this story ends. This is the Titanic impeachment. I can tell you right now, uh, the president does not sink at the end. So I agree.
7: So it seems let's to move me that the call for witnesses now, that live witnesses, is really just to add to the show. Not to add to the information, not to further the justice that might or might not come from this event, but really just to prolong the media hype and to add to the showmanship of the uh, people who are furthering this.
1: Well, and one one thing the Republicans really brought out well on Saturday morning was that, okay, let's suppose that you could stipulate that the president did do the quid pro quo. That's not a crime, you know that certainly is mismanagement. It's not good judgment. It's, it's not necessarily how the aid is intended to be used, but to say it's a high crime or misdemeanor or just an odd form of bribery, I agree that's a stretch, so and throw I think them out of all Most seems American extreme. aid
7: is actually doled out in the world, Mark w- I think a great much of it is we will give you this money, and you will do something. I think that was sharply highlighted by Vice President Biden openly admitting that he had uh was in position to withhold a billion dollars unless they fired a uh person in their government yeah, their prosecutor, a prosecutor right so i mean that, if that isn't blatantly quid pro quo i don't know what is right. and he obviously he thinks that's normative that that's the way it works because he's willing to sit in different public forums And from all I could see of it, brag about how that went and the part that he played in it and and how he got the man fired. And
1: how influential uh, he was. It seems
7: to me that's a fundamental part of business, whether that business is dollars from me to Boscox in exchange for a shirt, or if it's what goes on in politics. Thank you gentlemen. All thank right, you.
1: thank you so much. Appreciate the call. The promised break, we will be right back. The open phones are 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us and on the market at Please do not text us. We have hundreds of texts and we'll never get to them all. We'll be right back
3: if you want to have a fun day you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai and wow did you want to have a fun day in 2019 Sunbury Motors increased their year over year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70% customers near and far are noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai 2020 Hyundai Tucson's have a discount of over $4,000 new Tucson start at $22,863 with $25 in stock Sunbury Motors has 12 2020 Hyundai Kona's in stock starting at 22585 Save up to 2835 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge and so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to 4571 All new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10U 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. Sunbury Motors North
2: 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Boy, we got a lot of texts going on today. We do.
1: We have open phones, so uh, you have plenty of time to get through. one 800 795 Are you happy now? I am. one
2: 800 If you had an opinion you want to share with us, one of our texters says, President Trump rages at Bolton, says the former advisor would have caused World War Six. Okay, well, I don't think we... Oh,
1: but he gives us the link to the tweet. We did find the tweet. Yeah, yeah he we did, found it. He did say that. Bolton begged for his job.
2: He would have called World War VI. Uh, he's a whiner. Okay, Mark Lemon show isn't a news show. It's an opinion show that fake news CNN claims is a news show. The left rails against Fox News about Tucker, Hannity, and other personalities that have opinion shows. Fox doesn't market them as news shows. They're marketed for exactly what they are, opinion shows. And he's right. Uh, Trump wouldn't want anyone to hear what he says because he condemns every other country's leaders. Really, does he? I don't think he does. He had Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday. I was surprised he unveils a peace plan for the Middle East, and there's almost no coverage of it. Hmm. Well, we you covered know. it. CBS covered it. Did they? Mm-hmm. I bet if you took last night, if you talked about the peace plan and you talked about impeachment and well, counted up the minutes. Kobe's taking up all the airtime. Well, Kobe is taking up a lot of that, I'll agree. Um, One of our texters says, I will let you know by the end of the month if Trump helped the middle class with taxes. I think I still have to pay in.
1: Well, we'll see. Speaking of uh, AP, uh, we talked about the fact that they may have a a liberal-leaning slant. To be clear, their news minutes that come out each hour don't mention Kobe Bryant unless there's a major update, but no, none of this, oh, you know, more outpouring, it's all what's going on in the world, earthquakes, China, trade, the president's, uh, the top story in AP today was the president signing the U.S.-Canada-Mexico trade agreement, so that was the top, and then the, some of the elements of the Middle East plan were there. The last item was uh, the something about Bolton and impeachment, but they're covering the heck out of everything that's really happening instead of, you know, just, just focusing on the impeachment.
2: But they're slanting it all left. No,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> uh, some some stories are slanted. Though. I, maybe it depends on the individual that wrote it. Well, that's definitely true. It depends on the individual that wrote it. All right. You read some more e- or text and then we'll, we'll be I done with it. Well, I don't know where
2: them. the word helicopter comes in. Uh, uh, we, some,
1: somebody said that there was a plane crash in the Middle East, but it wasn't a plane. Okay. It was a
2: U.S. helicopter. Oh all right. Well then, it's then one right below it. Then uh, Obama kept children with parents in cages oh, okay, keep the family in a cage, that's okay. All right, well, I'm glad to hear that. The Family that cages together, rages, rages together. together. Oh, okay. that's a good one. You should have that laminated yeah. for your wallet. I should do something. We've exhausted all of the good items that we have in the texts. Well, today, of course, the uh, I was fascinated by Chief Justice Roberts talking about what William Rehnquist had done during the uh, Clinton impeachment. He said that the questions that were asked and answered, will be asked and answered today, are they going to rotate between Republicans and Democrats, and uh, there is some question about whether or not they can address a question specifically to a member, a specific member of the other side. In other words, can we ask Adam Schiff directly, or do we have to ask a question in general of the, of the people who are representing the prosecution, the House managers? And, you know, can we ask a specific question of Alan Dershowitz? And okay, what um, did he say about well, all that? Well, that, that hasn't been touched on, but he okay. did say that he believed every question could be succinct and answered within five minutes, and that that would be the limit. That was the limit Judge Rehnquist imposed, Chief Justice Rehnquist imposed during the Clinton trial, and what he intends to oppose, impose now. It was never formally adopted, but he thought it was a good standard, and he said, stick with it.
1: Well, I wonder why why don't we have someone call the question, so to speak, say, let's look for an acquittal vote or, well, a conviction vote now.
2: Well, I think it's interesting that that they have each side has presented its case, and now the jurors get a chance to ask questions. Mm-hmm. That is certainly un like a civil, a criminal trial in a court where the jurors don't get a, a prescribed amount of time to ask questions. Right, that's a big variance. Right, sometimes they might get to ask a question. I've never when heard they of go, that. When they go out on deliberation they can ask for information. Oh, they that's ask true, then you can ask, ask back. Right. Well, that's true. So, I mean, they have that opportunity, but here it's a set, two-day, eight-hour a day proposition. They so, can
1: ask a question to the judge, but they can only ask for things that have already been testified. They can only ask for readbacks of testimony.
2: And that's basically what I think they're going to be allowed to do here.
1: Okay. We're going to talk
2: about the question and
1: answer. We're going to do Q&A tomorrow. The correct answer to the first question is Mark
0: Esper. Esper. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury.